a few numbers, heard the ring, waited. Yellow. Is the color of my true love's hair, he said. Except that Franny's hair is red. What kind of greeting is yellow? It's hello with a little sparkle up front. Yellow. See? I liked it better when you just said Glitzky. Of course you did, but you're a well-known troglodyte. Treya pointed out to me, and she was right, as she is about everything, that growling out my name when I answered the phone at home was somewhat off-putting, not to say unfriendly. As a lifelong policeman, Glitzky had cultivated a persona that was, if nothing else, self-protectively harsh. Large, broad-shouldered, black on his mother's side, his father Nat was Jewish, Glitzky's favored expression combined an unnerving intensity with a disinterested neutrality that, in conjunction with anomalous ice-blue eyes and the scar that ran through both of his lips, conveyed an impression of intimidating, barely suppressed rage. Supposedly, he had wrung confessions out of suspects by doing nothing more than sitting at an interrogation table, arms crossed, and staring. Even if the rumor wasn't strictly true, Glitzky had done nothing to dispel it. It felt true. It sounded true. So it was true enough for a cop's purposes. You've never wanted to appear friendly before in your entire life, Hardy said. False. At home, I don't want to scare the kids. Actually, you do. That's the trick. It worked great for the first batch. The first batch. I like that. But times change. Nowadays, you want the unfriendly Glitzky? You've got to call me at work. I'm not sure I can stand it. You'll get over it. So, what can I do for you? The connection thrummed with empty air for a second. Then Hardy said, I was wondering if you felt like going out for a drink. Glitzky didn't drink, and few knew it better than Hardy. So the innocuous-sounding question was laden with portent. Sure, Glitzky said after a beat. Where and when? I'm still at work, Hardy said. Give me ten, I'll pick you up. Perversely telling himself it was because it was the first place he could think of that didn't have a television, Hardy drove them both to Jardiniere, where he valeted his car, and they got a table around the lee of the circular bar. It was an opera night, and the Barber of Seville was probably still in its first act, so they had the place nearly all to themselves. On the drive down, they'd more or less naturally fallen into a familiar topic, conditions within, and the apparently imminent rearrangement of the police department. The discussion had carried them all the way here and wasn't over yet. Glitzky, who was the deputy chief of inspectors, had some pretty good issues of his own, mostly the fact that he neither wanted to retire nor continue in his current exalted position. Which leaves what? Hardy pulled at his beer. Now, let me guess. Back to payroll. Glitzky had been shot a few years before when he'd been head of homicide, and after nearly two years of medical leave from various complications related to his recovery, he got assigned to payroll, the sergeant's position, though he was a civil service lieutenant. If his mentor, Frank Batiste, hadn't been named chief of police, Glitzky would have probably still been there today. Or, more likely, he'd be out to pasture, living on his pension, augmented by piecemeal security work. 
but Batiste had promoted him to deputy chief over several other highly ranked candidates. In all, Glitzky pretended that this was a good thing. He had a large and impressive office, his own car and a driver, a raise in pay, an elevated profile in the city, access to the mayor and the chief. But the rather significant, in his opinion, downside to all of this was that the job was basically political, while Glitzky was not. The often inane meetings, press conferences, public pronouncements, spin control, and interactions with community groups and their leaders that comprised the bulk of Glitzky's hours made him crazy. It wasn't his idea of police work. It wasn't what he felt he was born to do. Glitzky tipped up his club soda, sucked in a small ice cube, chomped it, looked across at Hardy. Lanier, the current head of homicide, is retiring, you know.